0: Pushing past the limit, tripping on hallucinogenics. My cigarette burnt my finger, cause I forgot I lit it. Ripping with my sinners, cause fuck it, man, I ain't no beginner. And then I crawled back to the life that I said I wouldn't
1: live in. I just couldn't open up, I'm always shifting, go find yourself a man who's strong and tall and Christian, pushing past the limit, tripping on a loose my cigarette
0: Hello and welcome to another edition of the Gridiron Fantasy Football Podcast. My name's Huck Breeze. I am joined here, as always, by Scott Shedig. Scott, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing great. Thank you very much. How are you doing today, Huck?
0: I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, you know, uh I know it's the off season. I know that there's not a ton of football goings on right now, but there's been some transactions, uh, you know, pretty steadily, you know, uh, over the last month or so. Um, So there's, there's a lot going on, isn't there?
1: There is. I mean, some teams are really throwing a lot of fucking money around. I mean, the Pats, I mean, all of a sudden they, they got a team again and they get the guys that, you know, sat out last year coming back too, and their defense is going to be pretty fucking nasty. Cam Newton might not have to do that much. Uh, so it it, you know, those teams like that, I mean, the, the Colts with their quarterback moves. I mean, there's, there's been a lot of, there's been a lot of moves. And then, I mean, just, I would think even people not moving is news. Like with how many people the Bucks have retained yep. right now, Absolutely. you know, that's, that's news.
0: Yeah. Bucks are keeping the, keeping the band together. Uh, and I, I like how you mentioned Cam Newton as it, he's the automatic starter. Cam Newton couldn't move the ball last year. Uh, you know, we're, they have a pretty good draft pick. Um, they can bring some competition. I wouldn't hold on to the, you know, the idea that Cam Newton's going to start next year. Uh, but, you know, just,
1: Do you know, when the last time the Patriots used a first round pick on a quarterback is. Uh,
0: was it Garoppolo? No, Garoppolo was three. Cause I wanted the Texans to take yeah. Garoppolo.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh gosh. Um, I'd have to say
1: Bledsoe. Drew Bledsoe, exactly. So Bledsoe. it's been a long time. They don't take yeah. the quarterback in the first round. I don't think Kim Newton has that much competition.
0: i love to see him say, take Trey Lance. i love to see him take Trey Lance, but they're 13, um, and I think right now uh, what they're – you know, based on draft projections, what they're looking at is Big Mac Jones from Alabama. He didn't look like anything that great. A stationary quarterback doesn't really move a lot.
1: Yeah, but Um, that's just Mel Kiper sucking every quarterback college's dick right now. I don't, I really don't think they're going to run off the board as much as people are saying they are. So I I think that's, it's, it's a bunch of, bunch of horse feather right now. I think what you're going to see is a bunch of defensive linemen go off and then, and then you'll see some quarterbacks trail into the back end of the first round. But.
0: Well, you'll see. I, I guarantee you the first two teams take quarterbacks. I I think it, it, the Jags uh, would it would be the biggest surprise since Reggie Bush uh, or Mario Williams over Reggie Bush if, uh, you know, they didn't take a quarterback. So but we'll have to see. We'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, let's start out with the biggest news, uh, you know, and it, people have been talking about this. It's pretty much on. ESPN or or NFL Network all the time. Fitzpatrick is back, so unretired. Unretired, (laughs) yes. Uh, So the the football team has made a ton of different moves. That's been pretty impressive. Is the football team good?
1: They're better than most teams in the NFC East. Now I know that isn't saying much, but. It could put them in the postseason. They got a nasty defense, and Fitzpatrick just has to put up a few points. I mean, this is the first time Fitzpatrick hasn't been on, like, an awful team that he has to put up 35 or more just to win. So he could actually be a saving grace for them.
0: Right. And it was super interesting how Fitzpatrick comes and says, you know, I'm not getting the kind of offers or the kind of interests that I want so, you know, most likely, uh, I'm, go- I'm gonna retire, you know, I'm, I'm gonna sit this one out. And then, like, I'm like, wow, that that I, I remember showing this to Stephanie and being like, you know, I really wish he would play for the Texans, but you know, I understand he's been he hasn't had a starting job to himself in god knows how long. I mean, probably his whole damn career since the Bills. I think at the Bills, when he was with the Bills, he signed a, a decent contract and and he was the guy Um, but other than that he's been kind of a a nomad so it's nice to see us going into uh you know 2021 and saying we're looking at fancy drafts and we're saying ryan fitzpatrick is a legitimate quarterback with little competition i'm not saying taylor heineke is not going to push him you know a little bit here and there but ryan fitzpatrick can be drafted with almost uh 100 certainty that he's going to be the starter week one you know and that makes me feel good because i love fitzpatrick everybody loves fitzpatrick how could you not like a guy from harvard who comes out and and uh you know makes plays that are just off the wall he is a poor man's brett Favre. he is great i love him so I i
1: don't know man he's he didn't look that poor when he had all those gold chains on i'll say that that badass beard and everything that's true and he helped me win my second championship in 2014 so i've always got a soft spot in my heart for fitzpatrick you know it's it's good to, it's going to be really good to see him uh lead a team because i feel like there are, have been other times where he's led teams very well and then they're just like uh yeah you know Jameis winston's back so we're just gonna throw him in there instead so fuck you and Redford Patrick's like, uh, I just went six and one. What the fuck? All right. So, and then the next year they're like, yeah, James is terrible. Get out of here. So, it, <laughs> Well, they want to go
0: young. Every team that he's on, they, they want to go the young. Beard. The beard's holding the back. Guess so so. Like, this
1: guy's so old. He's like, I'm 30.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm 30 years old. Yeah. I, yeah. He's like, so. what the fuck? <laughs> so, uh, he,
1: yeah, he might need to shave the beard, which is terrible to say. And, you know, it might be his, where he draws his strength from, like Samson.
0: Uh, so, so, just as a, as a ranking thing, uh, if you look around this offense, scary Terry is he a top ten wide receiver? To you?
1: Yeah, with with Fitzpatrick, he was he was like top fifteen with like no quarterback.
0: I know with Dwayne Haskins.
1: Yeah, so uh, that you gotta you gotta give him a bump.
0: Okay, Curtis Samuel, obviously he's not like a top ten guy, but uh, I mean as a number two or slot guy, um, with maybe some a return specialist. He could be a wide receiver three, wide receiver four. I mean, he is uh, a uh, pretty—he's been in the in the past a good uh, fancy player. So that's a good add for them. Um, Logan Thomas, the second half of of twenty twenty was a really popular uh, fancy tight end at a at a spot that at a position that doesn't have a lot of you know booming talent. I mean, just ask Cameron. That was his championship tight end really helped him out down the stretch uh that's a good yeah, that's ad cute. yeah right that's 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 good for them uh antonio gibson i, I got t- i gotta say he's a top 10 running back uh you know he's a rookie last year he can only improve from there as long as he's healthy uh i'm thinking this guy is a second third round running back in in fantasy uh this team went to from one of what we thought may have been the worst teams where we're looking at terry McLaurin like Wow a a slight uh, bright spot in a dark dark team who was going through this uh, you know really rough time with a what people called a, a racist name and an owner who's just awful and you know then, then
1: they have like, some sexual harassment allegations inside the organization yeah. as well during that time and yeah, I was really looking back and, yeah and even Gary Terry being that bright spot, it's like, you're sitting there going, who's fucking throwing to him? So it's, 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 it was still hard to like draft Scary Terry for him. So I was like, I know you're good, but who's going to throw you the ball? You can't throw it to yourself.
0: And it's rough to do that. And I feel like that all the time when I'm doing drafts is like, it's a talented receiver, but their quarterback sucks. So I'm going to drop them down the rankings a little bit. But then somehow during the season, they get their stats. It's like the quarterback, whoever it is, having just an awful day, he'll throw one touchdown, three interceptions for 200 and something yards. But 100 of those will be a ter- scary Terry with a touchdown. And it's like, yeah. ah, gosh, he's getting his. Um, so, yeah, this kind of gives me hope for the Texans. Texans are in a rough spot right now. Uh, they,
1: they, Yeah, a lot of organizations have gone through it. Some of them go through it longer than others.
0: Right. They're the asshole of the league right now, um, Texans are. And for good and, reason
1: they they need to they need to start making some moves i think they, they need to start they need to start picking up the phone and and start making some deals
0: they do but before we get on into the texans whole thing i still want to talk about this washington football team defense chase young probably is the most promising defensive end i mean he's fantasy worthy whenever you have a de- he, defensive end who's fantasy worthy uh you know you, you got to talk about him he's a beast, beast. he really He's huge, unblockable. I mean, uh, if they're running the ball, uh, is a guy that could rack up the tackles, uh, sack, force, fumble risk on every drop back. Uh, Chase Young is like the prototype defensive end that you want to draft. I mean, he was probably the best one of the best draft picks from
1: last year. Um, The guy that I'm really glad Miles Garrett is not basically. Because yeah. everybody was like, "Oh my god, this guy fucking Kind of just does a bunch of fucking shit and doesn't do make many plays yeah. and gets suspended a lot. But Chase Young is that fucking guy, and he shows up to fucking play. Miles it's, Garrett uh,
0: is decent. He disappears sometimes, though. He does. He disappears yeah. Some games, uh, yeah. you can see
1: it in fancy numbers.
0: You know, he's yeah. a threat to get you zero or one a lot. Um. But, you know, at, at de- the rest of their defense, Montez Sweat on the other side, who's, you know, nothing to, to uh, you know, no knock on him. But when you're on the other side of Chase Young, obviously you're not going to be uh, touted as high. Jonathan Allen, Duran Payne uh, up front with them at defensive tackle. Cole Holcomb at outside linebacker. John Bostick up the middle. Um, at, your, at corner, you have Kendall Fuller, who, uh, you know, has played for the championship Chiefs a couple of years ago. He's, he's a, you know... Uh, notable uh, number one corner uh, William Jackson III. They just got from Cincinnati. Cameron Curl, uh, who who filled in last year uh, for a hurt Landon Collins, who now is back. Uh, Cameron Curl looked like a really promising rookie, uh, and Landon Collins, obviously a a veteran guy. This team, like if they have good odds on the NFC East, like winning the NFC East next year, I'm totally throwing money at them. This is a good team. I'm excited for it.
1: Great. I, I I would take them to win the NFCs next year. The only competition they have is the uh, is the Cowboys, but the Cowboys have no defense, so they they're just going to get stomped. I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. But uh, okay, enough enough football team. Uh, let's move on to a little wide receiver shakeup. Okay, so we've got some moves here. Gallaudet the Giants, AJ Green to the Cardinals. Will Fuller V to the Dolphins, Corey Davis to the Jets and Josh Reynolds to the Titans. That's just um, a few. Obviously there's others, but that's just a few. Uh, Do do any of these stand out for fantasy purposes to you?
1: I can see Galladay at the Giants doing decently. Um, That's really about it. I I just, I think AJ Green is done. I'm I'm surprised people are still paying him money to, to, to pretend to play football and stay on the bench. Uh, Fuller, he's just such an injury risk. And if the Dolphins are – unless the Dolphins draft a quarterback, I, I won't I won't be excited for Fuller because watching uh, Tagovola plays, it, it's – I don't know. It's like he knows he can't make eight out of the ten throws. And after about ten minutes of watching him, everybody in the field and stadium knows it too. And just the rest of the time you, like, wait for him to, like, look for the perfect checkdown, You're like, all right, this is awful. Yeah. There's something so, about
0: a left-handed thrower that makes my dick soft. And I, I know that's weird, <laughs> but I, uh, even like Michael Vick, Michael Vick had, a, had an awesome throw. It was beautiful when he stood in the pocket and tossed yeah. it up. I mean, Michael Vick was a pretty he, football a player to watch. And he had a yeah. dart and whatever. But something about a left-handed throw and them running that way, running the opposite way of of you know normal you you look at a rollout. You look at him rolling out right to the number one wide receiver. Uh, you know, Tua, whatever. I think the Dolphins ha- got a great deal with Fuller V. The reason that he was looking to sign a huge contract, uh, and then he got caught cheating, and that really is a career killer. Uh, you know, getting caught with whatever. I mean, you look at, you know, well, the PEDs people, mean. Yeah. Yeah. You look yep. around the league, I mean a lot of people don't want to take on that, but they got a one year deal for him. If he stays healthy, he's a legitimate one number one receiver. He's a legitimate wide receiver two, borderline wide receiver one in fantasy, if he's in the right situation. I don't know if, if that's he's on with the you, Dolphins.
1: You got that that's assuming he's on the field.
0: That's assuming he's on the field. Yeah, injury risk yeah. for sure. I mean like, risk so you, sure.
1: you got you gotta be able to stay healthy, man. Like there's... But he
0: stayed healthy all last year. He just he got
1: to that point and he and First he had a great up? year. You know, first one out of like five years
0: right exactly but he got to that point where it's just like yeah. uh you know he's he cheated and PDS, yeah got called pds and yeah. um and so yeah but I, I do think that's a great deal uh i, I agree all day giants i think uh, daniel jones if he's gonna have any value uh needed that number one big guy he had tate and slayton some other people uh who were decent but they weren't like somebody where you really have to concentrate on, okay? People who are facing the Giants offense, uh, you know, if Saquon Barkley's healthy, it's like, focus in on Saquon Barkley, let's do everything we can to stop Saquon Barkley. Now, uh, you know, you have that option on the outside, you have that guy, that that big guy that can, uh, you know, catch 100 balls a year. Uh, and Galladay. So I'm not saying Daniel Jones is going to have a wonderful year, but I think he's in a way better situation with Saquon coming back healthy and Galladay uh, on this Giants team. Um, you know, still like the football team better, still like the Cowboys better, but the Giants won't be anything to to. Um,
1: but he could be that bright spot, like you're saying. You know, see, uh, um, what's the space having a day where he's 200 yards and three interceptions, but he throws one touchdown. Galladay and 100 yards to him. You know.
0: Yeah. I mean I, I, I see we looked at Galladay as probably like a back end wide receiver one when he played for the Lions uh with hear- Stafford. With that offense kind of sucked. It was stagnant. So if we're if he's going to the Giants, who at times looked okay last year on offense, uh I still think he's a back end wide receiver one. May and a good wide receiver two. Uh, so Galladay will be somebody that we can look at. I think that's a big wide receiver signing of the, um, off season or the biggest, maybe I'm missing something, but, uh, you know, that that's definitely, uh,
1: well, then there's the ones that the guys that just didn't, that didn't move. Like, uh, um, let's so Juju stayed in Pittsburgh, which for a surprising. I know that surprised you. Yeah. Uh, yeah it definitely surprised me um he he said he had talked to the ravens and the chiefs. uh the only one I had heard about was the jets and that sounded more believable um but i it's it's if ben's gonna come back, it's good because it's but you might as well have some wide receivers that you're familiar with instead of trying to get timing at new people so if they're gonna really ch- try and take a shot at it it's it, it's better, i suppose
0: yeah yeah and, absolutely.
1: I, it's it's just stupid TikTok dances on the emblems that just piss me off though.
0: Right. Sure. I mean, I it, trust me, as a Texans fan, I would deal with the TikToks if we can get a talented receiver um in there. I would have taken Juju. <laughs> I would have taken <laughs> Juju. I know the Jets were looking at him to take Juju. Um, you know, if if the Jets got Corey Davis and Juju, Denzel Mims on the outside, uh got a real quarterback. No. Uh, you know, they have, I guess, Lemichael Piron, they would need, uh, some, I know they signed Tevin Coleman, the Jets signed Tevin Coleman earlier today, uh, which isn't like so sexy, but they don't really have a really, I don't know if Frank Gore is dead or if he's still playing or what's happening. Um, but
1: you Frank know, Gore I, is will play until we retire.
0: Right. Frank Gore will play until his kid retires. Uh, his kid is in
1: college, playing college ball. Yeah, uh, I think he's waiting for his kid to jo- join the NFL, and then he's going to retire, so there's I always mean, a Frank Gore.
0: <laughs> he's climbing that ladder on all-time rushing yards, so that's... that's... I think
1: his kid's name is Frank Gore Jr.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. very. Uh, I remember Frank Gore when he came up with the 49ers. The big knock on Frank Gore was that he was just awful in school. He just like couldn't pass a math test. He just... And I know knock on frank gore i'm sure he's an intelligent you know bright human being uh but i remember just thinking when he came out of college man this guy is just a a dumb football runner like he's just a pounder uh but uh yeah he was you know that was a long time ago that's when we like graduated high school or a little bit after so it's been a while uh
1: dumb football players made millions of dollars oh yeah
0: oh yeah and he has stayed (laughs) super healthy At, yeah. a, at a position that usually does not stay healthy yeah. he's de- definitely he's an anomaly consistent.
1: i wanted i think he was on my 2012 championship team i believe mm-hmm. like that was that was a long time ago he was running and he was consistent he got me like 10 to 15 points every week it was never amazing but it was always enough
0: right right yep
1: but he was a jet at that time
0: yeah 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 um so yeah okay enough of the wide receiver shakeup Uh, It's something I guess we have to talk about. Uh, We'll talk about Deshaun Watson, I guess. Um, Is his career over, Scott?
1: I mean, it's definitely not over. Right. Uh, We've seen people come back. We agree on that. Um, His marketability is definitely taking a large dent, though. Um, I will say as a Steelers fan, uh, Ben was never marketed really at all. After his instance. Like, oh yeah. Even after like when he won Super Bowls, you didn't see a Ben on anything. Like if it was Brady that won the Super Bowl, you see Brady's face fucking everywhere. You can't take a dump without seeing Brady's face. Yeah. So, and like, you know, you think, you know, it just it takes a hit. Like, you know, like Ben's never won Super Bowl MVP. He does that last two-minute drive against the Cardinals, at the end of the Super Bowl to win the Super Bowl. Peyton Manning's Brady does that fucking drive, they get Super Bowl MVP without even fucking sneezing about it. Ben doesn't get it. They give it the fucking wide receiver. Who does that? Who fucking does right. that? Yeah. So it's like it's. I'm just saying he'll take dents in different ways. No matter what he does, his marketability will take a hit. Which a lot of guys, you know, for super, for like a franchise quarterback, they make you know a quarter of a billion dollars on the side making uh, uh, you know, with mark, marketing their face. You can't. I mean, just looking at uh, Mahomes' face all over the place right now. So yeah. it's it's definitely going to take a, a dent. His career is not over. He can still play football. Like. Uh, you made a great point that there is some GM that will not give a flying fuck because they will make hundreds of millions of dollars if, as long as they just win games.
0: It sucks. It sucks to think about that, but it's not just one GM. It's every GM. I'm sure, yeah, the, Tex- there- I'm sure the Texans GM
1: would yeah. uh,
0: not give a shit. I mean, That's the- why they're
1: not picking up the phone. They would pick, they'd be picking up the phone if they gave a shit, but right now they still don't give a shit. They're like... December. Every day the count goes up. like how many is it today? right 15 16? I don't care.
0: And you know, I don't know what happened. None of us know what happened. Sean knows what happened. The girls know what happened. None of us really honestly know what happens uh, or what happened with this. but the trend is not good for Deshaun Watson. He obviously likes massages. That's something he can admit. He has gotten people flown people in on you know from Instagram and whatnot to come give him massages. Uh, he tried to get a lesbian to give him oral. Uh, he, not a not yeah, a good way not, not a, she did not want to do that. Uh, you know, for obvious reasons, um, there are, she tried, he tried to get, you know, ladies to stick their fingers in his rectum, which is more embarrassing than criminal. I think, uh, if somebody denies that and then tells stuff publicly, um, when one of them left, he reportedly said, uh, I'm not going to make you sign an NDA, but just don't ever talk about this. Well, maybe you should have had it or sign an NDA, because when you say shit like that, uh, you know, it <laughs> sounds like really they're, <laughs> they're immediately going to go talk uh, yeah. uh, about it, because obviously there's some kind of, you know, financial gain or whatever. And I'm not saying that they're doing this for financial gain. I mean, obviously this is something traumatic. If, if, if they are in, in the, in the right to go and say, Hey, this is something that emotionally scarred me, you know, and this is something that I, you know, we need to teach this guy a lesson. And they, they do. Um, but as far as his career is concerned, Deshaun Watson will absolutely play football again. Michael Vick went to jail. Okay.
1: He, he came back. And he went to jail,
0: <laughs> and he came back and played. And yes, there were people outside protesting every single game. I'm sure there's still people out there protesting Michael Vick when he just goes to get groceries, uh, or or smoothie. You know, people follow him with picket signs. But, and that's just how it is when you're a figure, you know, an NFL player, and you do something atrocious, and somebody says, "Well, you still have talent, so I'm still going to give you millions of dollars." People say, "Well, that's not fair. I'm not getting millions of dollars, and this guy did something awful." Well, that's just how the world works. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, if, if if Deshaun Watson doesn't go to jail, uh, he's going to play football. The NFL is not going to kick him out. Now, do I think he plays a whole season this this year? No. Uh, the Texans are, are starting quarterback is Tyrod Taylor. No matter if Deshaun Watson is traded or not it, it is tyrod taylor um so you know would it be crazy would it be absolutely nuts if you know we traded up to get her a quarterback or something with what we have i don't know if it's even possible but you know go out and get something do something i don't know but uh we need to start looking to the future now and deal with this sean thing like we have uh, an asset over here that we can use at our disposal whenever all this clears up it will clear up this too shall pass and we will profit off this guy he will never play for the texans again Uh, but he will play football again for somebody and the asking price you
1: know it's tough to say I, i I'm saying, yeah, the asset price is going down, but it's tough to say. I could see him playing te- football for the Texans next year.
0: No, I, I I, don't see it. He doesn't like the Texans. He thinks that the Texans did this, or there were talks that the Texans did this, <laughs> that the Texans planted these girls for whatever reason, uh, you know, whatever. But his idea, his persona, and, and everything he thinks about Houston – is very dark and negative. He's never going to step on the field of NRG as the home team ever again. And Houston fans are looking at this like, yeah, we're done too. Uh, you know, <laughs> Yeah, we're good. good. We're good. Yeah, we're good Here's with this.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm sure 49ers fans, Jets, uh, Jets fans, Dolphins fans, Broncos fans are sitting there like, oh, this is – I. they look at the news every day. They go, oh, this is freaking awful. Deshaun Watson, what a jerk, but does he want to come play for my team? Yeah, does now be- we're only offering you yes. two picks instead of three. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I honestly, I think the asking price is still the same. I, I think that if you're... I think talking, it's got to
1: drop a little bit.
0: Why? Once it, he's not going to get traded until this passes. And like I said, he's not going to jail. It's going to be conduct pos- policy. Yes, he'll miss a lot of this year, Uh, but he's, a, he's still a very young quarterback. Uh, and he's still a top-five quarterback in the league. And I, I, I can't see the Texans going, oh, yeah, he, he's gone through some legal trouble, so uh, we're going to drop the price. We're going to put a sale on him. Uh, well, nah. they're, not,
1: they're, they're not selling him anyways. That's the problem.
0: Well, there's I think his the assets are frozen right now. <laughs> I, 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 well, I would but- love to see... Listen, this kind of falls into the category of what we can say on here and what we can't say, what people can say on ESPN, NFL network, uh, what, you know, NFL GMs can come out and say right now, do you think John Elway would dare come out and say right now, Oh yeah, we'll take Deshaun Watson or, or yeah, or yeah, we're in discussions to get Deshaun Watson or let any rumors get out there. You know, what kind of PR hit that would be um, with the only thing publicly that you could say about Deshaun Watson right now is, yeah, I'm heartbroken over the situation. Uh, whether you're on ESPN or NFL Network, heartbroken about the situation. It's not good. Uh, you know, whatever. And uh, you know, we'll see how this shakes out, and you know, we'll see how Deshaun. He's a guy in.
1: Pay chicks for sex. That's. Yeah. I mean, I mean that's that. I mean that's all it is. So it's like there are places that prostitution's legal. Maybe you should go play there.
0: Uh, yeah biggest um, yeah, I mean,
1: he, that's probably why I pick Houston. It is one of the uh, biggest sex trafficking cities in the world. So I mean, yeah. I mean, I could see maybe he's maybe he's heartbroken himself. You know, it's his favorite hobby, obviously. So, he
0: ran out of massage uh, massage parlors. Or yeah, probably got, got down the to list
1: on Craig, got to the bottom of the list on Craigslist and was like, yeah. "Shit, I need a new city."
0: Can't loop twice because uh, you know these people know that he likes his fingers in his butt. So um, you know that's that's not gonna be a, they're gonna deny his call. Um, yeah. So yeah, and there's there's all kinds of talks from people on both sides saying, oh, these people just want money and I believe Deshaun and all this sort of stuff. And, you know. Well, nobody really knows,
1: that's the thing. Like you're saying earlier, yeah. don't really, nobody really knows the facts other than Deshaun and those girls.
0: Right, exactly. And so what we all we can look at all, uh, you can't comment on either side of that. You can have an opinion or whatever, but all we can look at is will he face criminal charges? Probably not. Probably yeah, no just probably not probably going to do a civil suit. Probably going to settle this, uh, probably going to follow him around for the rest of his life. But you know, uh, will he play football again? Probably. Yeah. yeah. I, I would say a hundred percent. Yes. He's going to play football again. Um, he's just too good. Not to now, if we were talking about Dwayne Haskins, his career's over, uh, you know, if we're talking about somebody along that, we're talking about one of the top QBs. Uh, yeah, somebody he just, he just
1: won the passing title, <laughs> right?
0: Uh, somebody who literally carried us to almost the AFC Championship single-handedly two years ago. Um, somebody that, prior to all this, uh, we were asking the highest trade package that maybe anybody has ever paid for a quarterback ever. Um, you know, the the guy is gonna play football again. Uh, and so, you know, it's, it's going to be crazy to see what happens. Um, but right now as a Texas fan, I've kind of like put it out of my mind. I'm watching like he's not even on our team. I watch the news and look at all this, whatever. I know some people don't. They, I, you know, I peruse Twitter and I peruse blogs and whatever. And they're saying, you know, believe Deshaun or like, Oh, believe the women or whatever. Houston, you know, strong. Now nah, this guy is literally. Um, so if you're playing Madden, remove the Texan symbol next to his name and just put the NFL logo because
1: that's. I believe all. everybody. Yeah. I believe the girls were harassed, and I believe that Deshaun doesn't think he did anything wrong.
0: Right, and that's yep. fair enough. I yep. I don't believe that Deshaun doesn't doesn't think he did anything wrong. Uh, I think he just he was just young and naive and uh thought he could. This was just how. No, things he worked. thought he could.
1: He thought he could just buy women like their possessions and treat them like that. That's that's what he thinks. Like in his mindset, he doesn't think he did anything wrong. Yeah, and right, he's still like, like, fuck off.
0: Well, if you don't think you did anything wrong, you don't say to somebody as they leave. Uh, I'm not gonna have time. <laughs> <an> NDA. <laughs> but don't talk about this. You know, <laughs> that's uh, probably true. Yeah. Probably- no, I think he knew yeah. to a certain extent that he was doing something wrong, uh, but. He honestly thought he was above it all, and I'm See? telling you right there's now, there's, there's some there's sort somebody... of like
1: there's some sort of superiority complex that, that he's just like it, it. It's it doesn't matter that it's wrong to him, so it's just like whatever. I'll I've got the money for it.
0: There is nobody bigger than the me too me too movement right now. There's nobody on earth, uh, with the exception of maybe Donald Trump, that can get through. The Me too movement, and still be a you know successful businessman, politician, sports athlete, whatever. Uh, so you know, it's it's it sucks to see. Um, because obviously, from fancy fantasy perspective, this was somebody's first round pick. Um, we probably haven't seen anything like this since Mike Vick.
1: You know, yeah. probably, I mean, it, you know, it's just good. I mean, you do shitty things, it's going to come up. What we'll, you know at some point or another, you know. Yep. Yeah. Yep. No matter how deep you you bury us in, it stinks. So
0: this will be something that we talk about probably going into the middle of the year. So
1: until they figure out at least we we'll trade them or figure out what what's going to happen with them. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yep. All
0: right. Well, enough of that. Let's talk about fantasy football. I know we're like smack dab in the middle of the offseason about, what is it, four months to the draft. Uh, And so I'm sure anybody listening to this podcast um, doesn't have football in the mind. They probably are listening to this and maybe we're sparking a little fire under them being like, hey, you know, I, I miss football and whatever. But let's talk about the way too early top five picks in the fantasy draft your prediction you're part of this or you very well could be you're not yet you could you're either part of this or just outside um give me your way too early top five your your top five football players um going into or what you think the top five picks in the gridiron draft will be
1: you know it's tough to say because it's there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, confusion with who, who's, who do you think is going to be in the top five right now? That's that's my biggest thing because it's more for our league. It's more about that.
0: Okay. Off the top of your head, can you tell me who got the most points in fantasy last year? Without looking, don't look.
1: I can't look. It won't fucking open for me. Well, that's. Um, Ah, uh, Ro- no. I was going to say Rodgers or uh, Watson, uh, but uh, uh, it was Rodgers. Rodgers had
0: 496 points, uh which is yeah. a shit ton. 48 touchdowns, five interceptions. Yeah. A great year. Um also yeah. in his uh you know, his late 30s. Um so I, this will be I mean, I can almost guarantee he doesn't go number 1. This will be a a crazy situation. One of the craziest situations where the person who scores the most points in the NFL, probably not top three, I would say, personally. Uh, but you have no idea. You can't tell me who you think the top five will be in no particular order.
1: Well, I mean, I think probably because I was trying to think of like with our people, if there's a Texans fan there, it'll be Watson. If not, it'll be Rogers. It could still be, be we've Mahomes put out himself, Watson.
0: We've put out Watson's not going to be a top five pick at this point. He's not. What if he
1: football. goes to what if he goes somewhere hot? What he if he goes the
0: to the NFL is investigating this? He's not going to play week one. There's you
1: don't it, think he can play week one. I, I, I figured he'd get trade. He's I still will eat the Dolphins Or the Niners or Denver or wherever and be out, be trotting out there week one. Like he'll be suspended.
0: Out. He'll be suspended on the personal conduct policy. People have been suspended for less. That is, you know, people have been suspended for so not the, the DUIs. Trade
1: not drop for you then. What? The trade values drops then if you're talking about trading a suspended player. I mean,
0: yeah, but that's when I, I, I. Yes, I get that. Um, yeah. but if you're okay. so
1: Watson's out, so we'll go. Rogers, Holmes. Uh, at Josh, Josh Allen, Murray. Last one's five. a toss-up, because then, like I said, it depends on who's there. And see, I, like I think I might be at five, and that's what I'm kind of seeing going, probably going ahead of me. And really? normally, like without if Watson wasn't dealing with all this shit, would have been Watson would have been in that. Yeah, mix. yeah. That's so,
0: that's an easy top five. In fact, yeah. I would probably drop out. Well, no.
1: Well, because you got to think about who's in there and who's excited for a new player, things like that murray's got another new wide receiver another more time with uh uh with uh jock no andre johnson uh what's his face with nuke yeah, so
0: aj green great
1: yeah well i mean it's somebody else so it's it's more weapons and it's more time in the offense so yeah that's probably what i'm looking at going going ahead of me, and, I mean, me if i give me your if five i'm at five well, You take brady I'm already, See, that's the thing. I don't want Brady. I've taken Brady before, and he did terrible for me.
0: Well, last year we said it was over. This is it. Brady's got one year, and he's going to suck, and it's going to be a Peyton Manning-type Broncos thing, and then he's going to be done. Uh, Brady looked good. Brady looked good in the Super Bowl. Brady looked good in the playoffs. (laughs) Brady is uh, hes there to prove us wrong. He's there to troll us. Uh, Yeah, I mean, because I think, what, was Brady drafted eight, seven or eight last year? Uh, I
1: don't yeah. see him. But what do you in- think is, what do you, what do you, what's your top five?
0: Uh, I don't see how Justin Herbert doesn't go top five. Um, Justin Herbert did not play the first two games. And I think he was absent for another half and scored 399 points. I mean, we're talking him doing much better than Deshaun Watson last year. Uh, better than Tom Brady last year. Um, If he played every game, you know, Herbert would have been up there right around Murray, I would guess, four, five. Uh, We're talking about a rookie uh, with, you know, limited weapons. Eckler was out for most of the year. Uh, You know, he didn't have a number two receiver. Mike Williams kind of disappeared most of the time. Uh, I don't see, you know, I put it in my head. I'm 10th pick. I don't see how Herbert drops out of top five or six i don't um everybody in sports world right now is excited about herbert uh and yeah you can't blame him i mean he's he's a kid but he's gonna he's a good quarterback um the question is you take him over murray do you take him over josh allen you don't take him over Mahomes. You probably don't take him over Aaron Rodgers. He scored four hundred ninety-six points last year, uh, so it's interesting. It's it definitely is interesting. Uh, but if I had put mine in order, I would say Mahomes first again because I just think he's a sure thing. Um, I probably take. Oh I probably take Josh Allen second. He's got more of the arm leg. Appealed in Kyler, uh, I would go Rogers third. Um, Rogers just doesn't make mistakes. Uh, I would probably go Herbert fourth. Uh, I would go Kyler fifth, and oh, I don't think I could pass on Lamar Jackson sixth. I still have love for Lamar. Um, I know he didn't look like a uh even a first round quarterback for the first like four or five games last year. He just looked awful. He went through a real um deserted stretch of football. And in the second half of last year, he just freaking blew up. So um I think Lamar is definitely a, a top first half of the first round kind of guy. So yeah, those are my guys, but now we need to talk about rookie predictions. Now as far as rounds, okay I've got a list of eight guys um, that I have you know collected here. and I want you now to tell me um, for these people, what round you could see them going in in fantasy?
1: And, and fantasy is tough to say because I think a lot of times these people are really more over going to people that, uh, are going to be like, you know, fans of their school, like Jamar chase going to LSU. I know that Brad's going to take him way too early. Really?
0: Uh, I would hope that, we're I, I, that. I could
1: really, I, I could see that, you know, and, uh, and people love like Trevor Lawrence at Jacksonville, you know, probably going to take him, of course. Um, Okay, we'll be- start
0: with Lawrence. What round would you take Trevor Lawrence, who went to the Jags right now? You've got Leviska, uh, you've got Chark, um, you've got James Robinson of last year, and the third. You take him third,
1: and and yeah, if if I had like mid or end of the third round pick, I would take him then.
0: Yeah, I, 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 if he's first overall, I don't think he last that long. I mean, what Burrow was actually Burrow uh, was I, around there last year, wouldn't he? No, I, I
1: know it'll last that long, but I, I just, I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan of rookie quarterbacks, especially yeah. for overall quarterbacks pick uh, quarterbacks. It's, I just, I don't, I don't see it going well. The best thing that could happen to him is, you know, Deshaun Watson leaving the the division and, you know, he's his biggest competition is Carson Wentz.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, well, actually it's Tannehill probably over there. Um, Okay, uh, Justin Fields, if he goes to the Jets, um, what's what's your take on him? Uh, he's got Corey Davis, uh, you know Michael P. Ryan, et cetera.
1: You know that, and see that that's one that like, are you sure the Jets are going to pick a QB or are they sticking with Sam Darnold? You know that's.
0: I'm sure they you know pick what? It to be. I mean, you can't at number two. You can't really pass that up. And there's not a lot up there that they really need. Uh, what if they
1: take Bar Chase and they take they, they give a, they give Sam Darnold, a fucking badass wide receiver, to go with Corey Davis since they didn't get Juju. You know, yeah. So, but if they do take, say they take Justin Fields or Zach Wilson or QB, mm-hmm. and you know, it might it might take a few, few games. I might still give Sam Darnold or you know see if if. if justin fields or uh you know just has an amazing uh camp and preseason which you know that that's a big advantage for these guys coming up is that at least while you know covid might still be around it' still it's going to be much more controlled and they will actually have you know a preseason and uh, games to to show their talent so yeah I'm drafting him in the I, I, that's one later because if he goes there, Sam Darnold's still there, so he's competing. It's not an automatic, like, you got the job.
0: Well, Fields so, could be yeah. a Dolphin. I mean, I'm just saying, Fields, who do you yeah. like better? Do you like Wilson or Fields better?
1: Uh, you know, I think they're both good. It just depends on the system they end up in and the team around them, you know, for their talents. They could both be very successful. It just depends on where they end up. Um, I
0: like I like Fields better. I, Wilson, I've I watched a lot of BYU games, first of all. Mm-hmm. He's got this face. I want to punch. He just looks like a snot-nosed kid. He fucking
1: punchable.
0: He he's got I this didn't snot. That was just me. He, no, he's got. The, he's like a snot-nosed kid. He's the kind of kid that says, "Yeah, my dad's a lawyer or something, or he owns a car dealership or some shit." Uh, yeah. I don't. I I can't stand him. He wore this headband and he painted his face all the time during games. He just he just looks like a doucher. And if I was a defensive end man, I'd be looking to eat him up every every single game. Yeah. But he's okay. He had some decent stats, and he put BYU on the chart last year. So um, he's probably going to go to the Dolphins or the Jets. Uh, one of them's going to get Fields, one of them gets in Wilson, probably. Unless there's some tr- trades happening in the draft, which I would love to see. Haven't seen that in yeah. a while. Haven't seen since That's Texas took Watson, in fact. Um, but yeah, I, f- for me, I would just out of these first three quarterbacks, you got to have Lawrence in the second round. I mean, just. We're looking at these rookie QBs. Um, you had Mahomes a few years ago. You had uh, Kyler Murray two years ago. You had uh, Justin Herbert last year. I mean, these guys are top 10 fantasy quarterbacks out of the gate. Uh, I guess Mahomes wasn't you know, out of the gate because he – Uh, had mop-up duty in one game his rookie year, but the second year is where he really started. I mean, out of the gate, best quarterback in the league. Um, I think the risk is worth the reward there, taking these guys early. I know Burrow was having a really good year last year until his knee exploded. Um, But but yeah, I, I would say second. And even in that end of that first round, uh, if you're if you're looking for a quarterback, you know, sunshine might be worth taking for the Jags. Just depends on how squirrely you're feeling. Um, how about Jamar Chase? Tell me, as far as rookie receivers, you saw the precedent being set by Justin Jefferson, who wasn't drafted last year. Um, where's Jamar Chase go in your book?
1: It depends on it, like if he goes to a uh, to like, say, the Chargers trade up and, you know, he's, he has Justin Herbert throwing to him or something, Mm -hmm. I, you know, he's real juicy all of a sudden, but if he goes to the dolphins or something and he has fucking Tua throwing to him, then all of a sudden I'm like, so how many, like, you know, quick slants are you going to run? Like how many little, you know, corner routes are you going to run? Like it's, it's not as, it's not as exciting. So I'd say I still go third round, maybe, maybe, yeah, and still third Third round, round. That's
0: very high. That's really high. Justin Jefferson somebody, probably is, is his somebody, third round. If
1: Justin Herbert thrown to him, I, I'd give him third round.
0: We're going back to the thing that we said at the beginning of the podcast. If you we said we were wrong. We, we were like, Terry McLaurin gets his stats no matter who's thrown to him. Like, if the guy's good, he's going to get his stats. Uh, you know, and that's something i got to get through my thick head. But be
1: good as a rookie receiver. That's, that doesn't always happen.
0: It, it hasn't happened in the past, and we told ourselves it hasn't happened in the past. And then last year, Justin Jefferson told us, shut the fuck up. So it was an exception to the rule. He was an exception to the rule. He was, he was by far and away the best rookie receiver probably we've ever seen. Um, okay. I, I would take Chase. I, he was, he's obviously the best receiver in the draft. I mean, there's no question he's better than Waddle. I know I didn't see that much of Waddle, but he's, he's much better than Waddle. Um, I would say he's a because the best receivers go in the third. So I'm going to say seventh. Seventh round guy. Uh, I don't see a place where he steps in as number one immediately.
1: You're not gonna be able to get him because Brad's gonna take him in the third. That's what I'm saying.
0: Sure. Let him let and him if you do want
1: it. him, you gotta take him in the third because Brad's gonna yeah. take him.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh how about uh Najee Harris? Uh, I know right now he's projected to the Steelers. How would you feel about Najee Harris?
1: That would be nice. He's he's got some moves. See him uh, really make some moves. It you know, like if he went to the Steelers, he definitely have an availability to start pre- like almost right away. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I mean, it still it still depends because that offense doesn't run the ball at all. So yeah. it's it still be it still be way later, probably eighth or ninth round.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, he's the only running back that's projected to go in the first round. People just don't yeah. value running backs uh, like they used to. And so, yeah, if you got James Conner, Anthony McFarland, uh, Benny Snell, you know, if that if Najee fits in that spot, uh, I don't see, unless he's getting a workload for somebody, uh, he's probably down 10th, 10 plus. We're not going to get a big rookie running back influx this year like we did last year as much. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Lance, Trey Lance, and Big Mac. Uh, one, projected right now, one of them's going to the Falcons. I don't know about that. I think that, that Trey Lance could drop to the Patriots. Uh, the Falcons, you know, they're committed to Matt Ryan. They said they were committed to Matt Ryan. Uh, you know, I think that they think with the Super Bowl, they've got Julio Jones. Uh, you know, um, uh, Calvin Ridley on the other side, that they could go out and compete for the NFC. Uh, you know, maybe they take quarterback. I don't know. But if you really want to try hard to, if you don't want to be the Packers of last year, I mean, that was a big story after Packers took Jordan love in the first round, instead of taking people, somebody like Justin Jefferson or somebody a receiver that they could have gotten, uh, to help them over the hump, maybe in that last game, uh, the Falcons may try and get somebody else. So let's just hypothetically say either of these guys plays for the Patriots. Where do you take big Mac Jones or, uh, Trey Lance?
1: Um, you know, so, uh, if the pet, if the pets take them, like he, I think they'd still be com- competing with Cam. I, I think it's still Cam's team to lose. Um, and not to say that he won't, I think I could definitely see that halfway through the season or so, about four or five games in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I mean, he's he, there, you know, it depends if you've already got your two solid quarterbacks and you want some sort of third later to stash, you know. Right. Uh, yeah, I could definitely, I could definitely do that. You know, and that's, it depends on drafting strategy. So that'd be more around anywhere from eight to 12.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, if, it, it, yeah, I'm only going to say this once, I'm just going to say it once. Uh, and, and y'all write it down because I know what you're going to try to do when the draft comes. Trey Lance, is my favorite far and away quarterback in this draft. I will take him over Lawrence. I will take him over Fields. I'll take him over Wilson if he starts uh, for an NFL football team. I love Trey Lance. I think he's going to be great. I think he's going to be a wonderful quarterback in the NFL. Um, I'm excited to see him play. Uh, Mac Jones, if he is a starter for an NFL team, uh, I will not draft. I do not like to draft Alabama quarterbacks uh, at all probably ever. Uh, I think the only one that, you know, besides Jalen Hurts, um, who spent a lot of time in Oklahoma, he wasn't really, oh, and Tua, um, is A.J. McCarron. We haven't really seen, like, a really good Alabama quarterback. They just they, they just look good. They look good because they have a lot of talent around them. Uh, imagine handing the ball off to Derrick Henry over and over and, you know, being Getting getting your draft stock up. I mean winning national championships and shit. So uh so yeah, I, I will not take Mac, but yeah, that's that's just about it for our fantasy football conversation here. Um to finish it up here, I wanted to, you know, switch gears. It is the off season, so we'll talk a little, you know, Juan Division, Marvel, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier started out. Uh, this last weekend, have you seen Falcon Winter Soldier yet?
1: I did. Yeah, it was it was a good start. It, um, you know,
0: a little a bit start. Actually,
1: definitely. Uh, you know, see a lot of openings for different things. So it's I'm looking forward to the next episodes.
0: Yeah, I mean the whole. I mean the thing is with Wand Vision, and there's it's no knock on Wand Vision because it was I loved watching Vision because it was something different. It was something unique. Uh, it's something we never really seen before. You know, I was confused as hell the first episode. I was confused as hell until like the third or fourth episode.
1: Yeah, basically the first, yeah, <laughs> I agree.
0: And and so you you know it's it's confusing and it's whatever. And I remember just thinking like, is this going to be good? Is it what is this? But you know, I like it because, like I said, it's unique. Um, and when you get into Falcon and Winter Soldier, it's more Marvel. Uh, what we think of Marvel, it's got a storyline, and the storyline kicks off. Immediately. It's great. That first episode is chock full of storyline that continues from uh, the Avengers, you know, straight out of like, OK, you know, the end of Avengers when, uh, you know, sorry for spoilers, but the end of Avengers when uh, Captain America says, you know, to, to Falcon here, take my shield you will be the new captain America, you know, and he says, it doesn't look right. Cause it's yours. That continues right into the first episode of, uh, this, this show, um, the show where, you know, Bucky obviously is an old man. Uh, and now he's, he's going on a date with this girl. Uh, it says he's 106 years old. It's just great. It's good television. Um, he was having flashbacks of him, you know, with Hydra, um, so yeah it's 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 a it's a good series um tell me sorry i was going off what do you what do you think of it no,
1: good.
0: You, do you do you yeah I, no I, no i think
1: i totally agree it definitely it feels a little more normal as far as what a marvel how we feel marvel is but that's what makes wandavision it, its own thing like you're saying it, it is its own show like it definitely took a minute because everybody was just kind of like what the fuck is this right but then then you started realizing what it's, you know, it's, it is its own unique Wanda vision show. So it, there'll probably never be anything else like it uh, again. So it's like, it's one of those things that it's just kind of like, especially when everybody was watching, everybody was kind of feeling the same way of like, the hell are we watching here? But yeah. It, and, and then it, and it, and it eventually picked up and there were things like we were talking about the other day with uh, the Agatha uh, right. character. And stuff. And I mean, I think, you know, it shows her backstory, you know, she all the way back to the Salem times, old times. So she is, she knows her shit from back in the day, back in the day. And that's why she's talking to Wanda about where she learned her her things. My only confusion at the end was the fact that she says, okay, she puts a spell on Agatha, I've beaten you, everything. Sorry about spoilers. Uh, uh, Beaten you, I'm putting you under a spell, Mm -hmm. but then literally takes down. All her spells and then leave. So is Agatha still under a spell? Like is she still controlled?
0: I mean, I honestly think that she lost all her powers and forgot who she was. I mean, that if you want my uh, view on it, but it will be interesting to see uh, if Agatha, you know, resurfaces I, I, because I there's like going to be character another character.
1: season. She's a Great character. She's a yeah. great character. Fantastic actress. Um, and and now yeah, and Wanda's chasing after. Uh, white Vision, um, and I know th- my. The only thing I know next for Wanda is that she's supposed to be in, be in the next Doctor Strange movie.
0: Really, mm-hmm. awesome, awesome. Yeah, I'm pumped for everything that comes up that's coming up. And the, I mean, the the Captain Falcons the every Friday, show,
1: which should be really good.
0: Go ahead, say it again.
1: After Falcon Winter Soldier starts, the Loki show.
0: Oh, Loki! Wow, and then. Uh, the uh, Black Widow is in July. Uh, that's gonna be on Disney Plus. That's gonna be a movie, uh, mm-hmm. and that'll be on Disney Plus uh, probably for an extra charge or something, which is totally fine with me. That's one of the only things that I'll pay right off the jump to to watch. Um, just to finish up here. Did you watch the uh, highly touted Zack Snyder cut
1: of the Justice League? I have not yet. I have not a half day to do that yeah me neither everybody talks about it it's kind of weird to me it's like it's like if they did a new edit of the movie geely but now it's like five hours long and everybody's like oh my god i'm gonna watch it." it was like the first justice league was garbage so now they're like, we have a longer version. Hold on, I'm like, why would the fuck would I watch a longer version of that garbage movie? And, and
0: apparently, it's totally like adjusted. And everybody loves it. I just don't like. I don't get it. Like, I don't. It's it's something that's never been done before. I was thinking, and now other people are saying that there's longer cuts of other movies that people come out. Have you seen that that Miss Doubtfire has a rated R version? No, you haven't. They say that while filming uh, Miss Doubtfire, uh, you know, Robin Williams was his normal self r-rated you know x-rated kind of person with all kinds of expletives and and whatever raunchy stuff and he was saying that on tape you know whatever and that and the the director whoever uh came out and said we will release that maybe we'll release that someday so uh, you know i would be surprised (laughs) if If people make these movies, see how it the, people react to it, and if uh, it sucks, they'll say, well, wait, 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 we got this bigger, longer, better version. <laughs> right. Now, it would have been funny if this uh, Snyder Cut came out and everybody was like, wow, still sucks, just longer.
1: <laughs> well, like, yeah, I guess I'll have to carve out a day to, to watch that, probably sometime this upcoming weekend, but right. we'll see.
0: Well, it was good talking to you. Uh, you know we've it, we have these every couple of weeks until until the football season starts. But we do have a sponsor today. Uh, cinnamon toast crunch.
1: Cinnamon toast crunch. Now with shrimp. Shrimp is the bo- fruit of the sea. You can barbecue it, boil it, broil it, bake it, saute it. There's a shrimp kebab, shrimp creole, shrimp gumbo, pan fried, deep fried, stir fried pineapple shrimp, the lemon shrimp, the coconut shrimp, pepper shrimp, shrimp soup, shrimp stew, shrimp salad, shrimp potatoes, shrimp burger, shrimp sandwich. And that, that that's about it.
0: That does sound delicious. That does sound delicious. Thank you. Cinnamon Toast Crunch and their new shrimp version um, for sponsoring us today. And thank you guys for listening. I know, uh, you know, it is the off season and uh, it, it is long. Uh, but, uh, you know, thanks for listening to us talk about football and, and Marvel. And we will see you guys in
1: two weeks. See ya. Later, guys. Because I just couldn't open up my mind, shifting. Go find yourself a man who's strong and tall and Christian. about to it, tripping on agenda And then I crawled back to the life
0: that I said I wouldn't live in. Cause I carried on like the wayward son. And now through and through I have come undone.